Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this edition of Maverick Do It Different Podcast. And I am Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and I'm with one of my great friends, someone that I've known for quite a while now. And we ended up co-authoring in uh, one of our books together, and just a great pleasure to have him here. Happy father, who, of course, I relate with three beautiful, just amazing children, and someone who became a quick expert in quality housing, understanding how to do rooming housing, a, a, a slightly different uh, strategy in real estate that has done really well for him, and how to maximize real estate profits. And he got started in this almost as a, a side gig going, hey, yeah, this sounds like fun. And before you knew it, he was just rolling with it and making it a lifestyle for him. I, I want him to talk more into that space and what he's done with it and where he's gone with it. However, please welcome my good friend, Paul Brown, to the podcast. Paul, welcome. Thank you, How Paul. How are you, sir? I am awesome. I'm awesome. How about you, Paul? I am doing amazing. And I want to get us started in conversation by asking you a, a key question. And you've had some, some journey, if you will. And I want you to talk a little bit about your backstory. And I want you to discuss like what was some what was the turning point for you? What really changed in your life to create the life that you now have versus what you might have been on trajectory for your journey prior? Sure. So I, I thought just immediately when you asked for that of uh, a turning point causing uh, decision or action. And then also a, a turning point moment. So the turning point action was in early 2016. And I met you at a, another person's workshop. And you helped me sign up for that and invited me to your, your, um, your boot camp a few months later. And I, I came there and began, I hired you to be my mentor. And that was the, that was the turning point action. That was the turning point decision because that came with it a whole host of other things that would be too numerous to name here, but have, have precipitated the success that I've had over the past six years since I, since I hired you. And then I recall uh, in November of 2016, we were in a remote village in Mexico on the coast at, at the summit where you were giving us some intense business uh, tactics and mindset training. And this wasn't the first time what I'm about to describe happened, but it was probably the most meaningful and the most impactful. And that's that one morning in the midst of this training, I woke up and I looked at my phone and I had a, I had a payment that came through on PayPal from one of my clients. And it was significant because I thought, here I am, in another country focused on working on myself and working on my business 
and improving that, not even thinking about that property or that client and the money comes in. So that whole concept of residual or passive or what I like to call semi-passive income. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it coming through during that important event where I'm sitting there training with you, couldn't do anything about that property anyway, yet it's still paying me. It's wonderful. Yeah, uh, amazing. And you've reported this over and over again that the that you really learn to let the universe kind of feed you that every time you step away to work on your business instead of in your business, it grows and develops. That's right. Yeah, way more way more income producing uh, results when I'm stepping back and working on it and on myself instead of just being caught in the weeds. What do you think, um, what creates that? What, what do you think that, like, so many people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I, I experienced two things. Either they don't believe it, so they never take the time out. Or they go to the extreme, they're like, all right, so I won't do anything. We'll, we'll see how this works. And, and then they go and sit down in a closet and think the world's going to come to their doorstep. What you're doing seems to be working. What do you think is the components that creates the success for you in this fashion? Well, the, the first question I would say, like, to really, this is an exhaustive list, but to really dial in on working on yourself and on your business instead of in it, I would say you want to do a few things, like, one, physically get away. So go somewhere else. Like I mentioned, we're in Mexico. Uh, get off your devices and get out of any normal ankle biters of, oh, I've got to go put out this fire. And basically make it to where people can't really get to you. So now you have to focus on this. That takes a lot away the noise. So now I can focus on what I'm there to do, which is, is set strategy and problem solve and, and opportunity find. Um, then just more, more, um, more generally, you're, the last part of your question was a little more general. And I would say what's brought me a lot of success, both relationally and business-wise, is showing up to serve, showing up to add value first, and then the money comes. So instead of chasing money, it's how do I add value to my business? How can I get my business to add value to other people? And then the money will just come as a, as an automatic consequence. Yes. Um, with that, just taking, taking massive action. I, I can think of plenty of times where I took action and I'm like, well, that really wasn't the best way to do that. Or there's all these mistakes I made along with this deal. Like I could have made so much more money if I would have known such and such. But then it's like, but I also did well on that deal. Right. And I took the action. So better to just take the action. And of course, and I know this lesson because I did it. If I wouldn't have taken the action and done the deal and done a B plus job on it, then I certainly wouldn't have learned. But more importantly, like I'll take 20 actions that are B plus over one, you know, one A. And I'm not saying that's always the juxtaposition, but it often is for me. Yeah. Gr great action. It beats out perfect inaction every time. Yep. And, and that is, 
it's one of the things that's hard for people to get through, uh, to get to the other side of, uh, because they're, they're, the hesitation to be wrong is, mm-hmm. is so great. Uh, the, the fear of being wrong is so great that they, that they avoid it. Uh, they, they avoid the fear of being wrong, the fear of making a mistake. Sure. And, and most of those time, there's, there's very little consequences that come with being wrong in business. And what I mean is if I lowball somebody on a deal and I'm wrong because it's too low, well, that's fine. They can just say no. Or they can say, I'd never take that. This is the least I'd give you. Okay, great. Well, then I just got what you think is your current bottom line number. So right. it still works. Yeah. So, and so, I'm not saying, well, go ahead, Paul. Yeah, we, we've jumped into it. I want to give people some framework. Give me some of your successes in real estate so people really understand what, what you've created. Tell me what your platform is now, what you've created over the last six years, let's say, and where sure. that's brought you. Sure. We met in uh, April 2016. And at the time, I was working for William Sonoma as an operations manager. Actually, I just quit that job. And that was, I just, I guess I finally got tired of, of working for the man. And I, I took the risk and um, struck out on my own. And a few months, a month or two later, that's when you and I met. And at the time, I had, uh, the property I was living in and two others. So um, I had a little bit to work with, but not much. And during that first six months I started that I was training with you, I took that portfolio from being three properties to nine, nine properties. And what was eight, eight properties. And the, the revenues from about, I think it was, I think it was about 3K a month to 9K a month, which was, was huge for me, both that raw number and also the, the increase. And then you also taught me how to make that very profitable too. So it's not just going right back out the, the, the door as soon as I get it. Right. Um, and what I think kept occurring to me and, and strangely still, still hits me, it's, almost every time I do, I do a deal is it's like, well, what do you know? This stuff works. <laughs> like yes. Taking an action, researching, making an offer on the property, buying it, and then hoping that I can fill it. Well, what do you know? Now I've got it producing 50% more than I thought I would. I've got a note that I look at every now and then in my, in my budget. Um, it's a, it's a more, it's more complex than your average budget, but there's notes off to the side in the sectional spreadsheet where when I first started renting in 2018, I wasn't in a position to buy more, just, you know, details of life, but I didn't want to do nothing. So I figured out, okay, well, I could at least rent a house from a company and then arbitrage it and uh, rent it back out, sublease it or whatever. So I did that and I thought, okay, well, I figured everything up and I put a note that said max fill for pad up was $3,400 a month. And then a year or two after I made that comment, I was making like $5,500 a month, which is a significant increase off of what I'm thinking is the max at $3,400. Right. And that's happened to you over and over and over again. And and part of it is um, 
understanding the the creative process in never taking your perceived ceiling as an actual ceiling. That, right. that there was always the question of how to, how can I make this different, better? How can I improve on the formula is something that you ask yourself ongoing that creates this magic in everything you touch that is fascinating, that really been impressed with. I, I want you to talk about, and you have a military background and you can talk about that. And so some of your early years, and we were talking right before we got on this podcast about some of what you've done, uh, a new hobby of yours in, in hunting. And you started relating the, the two of business and, and hunting. And I would love for you to, to touch on that equation right now. Certainly. So, uh, yeah, I, I learned to hunt um, earlier this month and I hadn't shot. I hadn't shot a rifle or a weapon or anything in over a decade since I got out of the army back in 2012. And, uh, but you asked me what it was like, you know, bringing, I guess, the military marksman skill over to hunting. And I said, it's, it's very similar to what you've taught me and everything else. So in, in shooting, we use an acronym called BRASS and that stands for breathe, relax, aim, squeeze, and surprise. Um, and I've noted that, that's those are the things that you've taught me so many times you've you've taught me breathe you know if, if you come up on something that oh this seems like bad news just breathe and there's a there's a metaphor behind breathing but you literally mean physically breathe yes and that's a it's so profound i, I almost feel like uh, breath control or focusing on your breathing is a, a hidden secret uh certainly not that only I know about it, but just that it's so undervalued and then relax. There's so many, so many times in business and in relationships where if we're stressed and we're trying to control others and we're looking to um, worry about really anything or even manipulate an exact outcome, it, it yeah. just messes it up. And so it's like, just look, just relax. I'm going to bring my relaxed body and mind and, spirit to this equation and i'm going to put in the inputs that i know to do and the outcome is going to be what it is only when you use that approach the outcome is usually what you want or better it's so great and you're right breathing not just physical but also the mental of take take a breath of, of really step back from the emotional angst that you may be, may be carrying you forward into a moment of serenity so you can think straight. And, and it applies across the board in, in everything we do. Uh, and, uh, and to take that moment to relax, that everything's going right. to be okay. That's right. And then, of course, you've taught me to aim, you know, do my research get crystal clear on one first what i want and then two how to get there right and then probably the last two are probably the most important the squeeze and the surprise and what i mean by that is the squeeze i equate that to action taking so if you want to hunt deer you got to pull the trigger 
if you want to do well in relationships, you've got to go make friends and show up to serve and, and help others. You want to make money, you've got to figure out how to add value. Take the action. And and a lot of times how you learn is by taking some amateurish actions and then you sharpen them as you go. The surprise component is you don't actually always know exactly when somebody's going to reciprocate your love or pay you for the value you've brought. Uh, or you don't actually always know which program you sign up for that's going to get you that that profit that's going to get you where you want to go. But you take the action and you wait. You don't rush it. You don't jump the shot. Oh. And it comes. Paul, that that is uh, – it's so profound people will miss it. Is that it's it's not about – and one of the things that you talked about is it, that direct relationship is what people look for, which is almost the immediate gratification component mm-hmm. magnified. And that That's is right. if I push here, I'm going to get a pushback or I'm going to get a result immediately from this effort, from this motion. And as we've learned and most successful people have figured out is that it doesn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. It happens by showing up, showing up, showing up. And statistically, the equation is something will happen in all those times that you show up, but you don't know which one. That's right. And so you just keep showing up. Uh, as far as the programs, I went through the same thing. I said, yes, 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 yes. Some of them didn't work out, but I never would have found the one even the one in the haystack that did work out that created everything else in my life. If I hadn't said yes to all of them, I never would have ended up there. And such, such a great metaphor for life in, and not just a metaphor, an actual, and that is say yes to so much, take action over and over again, show up regardless Mm -hmm. of the immediate results and watch what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you what makes you different. I I think part of that is that that equation uh, of that, that you just keep showing up, having faith, true faith, that it's all going to work out, which is really key. Anything you want to add to that? Like so many people create success and yet. What makes you different? Why, why are you able to create? And what, what I love about you is you create a lifestyle with passive income that you just keep adding to and just create a lifestyle so you can just breathe, enjoy, do what you love and experience life without really having the, the business stress that some people might equate with the amount of money that you make. Sure. Yeah, the, um, the, the probably... The other main thing that I like to bring to the equation, and this is my natural gifting and also hone it and focus on it. And that's building relationships and valuing relationships. So uh, every, every person is a value um, made in God's image has some divine purpose and we can all help each other get those done. And what I've noticed is the more deals I do, well, the more relationships I create. So just to show you an example, I learned hunting because the guy that I'm buying this next big deal from, he 
said something about it when I was looking at his property. And I said, well, I'd love to hunt. And he's like, well, my son's just basically grow, grew up and left, and I'd love to teach you to hunt. So he's been teaching me to hunt. And that's, of course, that's further solidified this deal. So if there's any friction in how the deal, you know, gets financed or whatever, well, he's going to be patient with his buddy that he's teaching to hunt, you know. And, um, right. and so that relationship will continue. And uh, I remember the other day, Vert- uh, my, my business partner, Vertania, was telling me something about, since she's a notary, uh, she'll also get every day somebody will contact her wanting her to do some mobile closing. And so that could be an extra active income stream if she wanted it. It's not either of our focuses, but she was just saying. And I said, well, that'd be great because it's another it's another tool in my belt and it'd be more relationships because, you know, you're involved in someone else's deal now. You get to meet right. them, more movers and shakers. And she just laughed and she said, you think everything's about meeting more people in relationships? And I was like, it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. I want to highlight the book. You are in and we co-authored the book together. Uh, be a success maverick. And in your chapter, I want you to highlight what would be the key takeaway that someone that you want someone to get out of reading your chapter, reading the book. I talk about four things I changed that got me those results profoundly and quickly. And probably the most important thing is changing the mindset, changing the identity. So I went to change who I was and who, how I viewed myself before it happened. And then that helped bring that change into existence. Awesome. And that, that manifests so many places, but you know, I, I think of myself as someone who's fit. I think of myself as someone who sleeps well, who takes care of others, who provides value, who makes good decisions. And then look, when I'm in a position where I might be tempted to not do those things, well, wait a second. Now I don't want to, I don't want to offend my identity. I don't want to not be who I am. And there's a freedom there also. Like a lot of times people will say, pardon me, Paul, but I just, I know you'll want to hear this. Um, there's, there's this thought of like, well, I just want to be who I am or just let me be myself. Well, that, that's true only, only that we want to be being our best selves. And we have been given the autonomy, authority, and ability to write and create who our best selves are, and then go be that. So it's not just about, oh, I don't feel like it, or this is what I want to do, or this is what I, you know, is most comfortable. No, who do I want to be? Let's design that and then go be that. In raising children, one of the things that I figured out, the way to be a more effective uh, parent is to create expectations. Mm-hmm. And when you do, your children will raise, will rise up to meet the expectations of the parent. One of the challenges that we have is that we want to protect our children. And so we lower expectations to keep them safe, but then they play smaller. Mm-hmm. And as a parent, that becomes obvious that I, I raise up my expectations and what I expect and what how they can play into that role, they, they grow up with that role in their head. It's much harder when we're doing it for ourselves, and it's not as obvious sometimes. Sure. 
but we can create expectations for ourselves that raises our bar and then forces us to live into it, which is meeting our fullest potential to create that magnitude. And it's, and it's such an interesting place because you're basically writing your own script, writing your own story and you're able to design that. And that's, that's what you're saying. And it's, it's uh, such a key component of success in, in all levels, all places. That's right. And, and it's, uh, yeah, so cool. So neat. It's uh, really valuable for people to listen to this and re-listen to this because I got to tell you, there's um, there's keywords of wisdom on how to live a not just successful life, a, a joyous, happy life in yeah. those words. That's right. Yeah, really key. All right. Ready for the lightning round? We've got a lightning round. Let's get uh, to know you a little bit better. What book would you recommend to our listeners? Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and read it again if you've already read it. Uh, Then The Cashflow Quadrant, which is a sequel. And then read it every, read both every year. Yeah, you you basically grab that information and you are living it every single day. That's absolutely moving to the, to the quadrant. That's correct. And, and knowledge and mindset is perishable. It's like Zig, Zig Ziglar when he was on Larry King, he was asked, well, if this motivation works so well, why do, why do your people have to keep coming back to hear you speak? He said, oh, it's like bathing. You just got to keep doing it every day. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Every single day. That's why we have this podcast. Well, that's why we do what we do. It's because people do need it every day, including me including you. And so we utilize this stuff all the time and, and talk about it so that we really sharpen our acts and get, and get, be fresh with it and, mm-hmm. and make it real. So key. Favorite movie. Favorite movie, The Matrix. The Matrix. Oh, but but it, it continues to be more and more pertinent. Yes. And, and, and then they keep coming out with new, new, uh, new levels. Uh, Matrix yep. four just came out. Come on. That's right. Uh, so we're five or six. Yeah. Four. Right. Anyway, the, uh, favorite singer or band. You too. You too. Yeah. Brings us back to our day. Um, indeed. We've got listeners all around the world. Uh, entrepreneurs, business people at all levels, real estate entrepreneurs, final words of wisdom for our listeners. Um, Take the action, believe in yourself, hire a coach, and um, and keep pushing. It's, it's massive action is what's required. Life never stops. Yep. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for your time, for your energy, for your passion, for who you are and how you show up and what you contribute to the world. Keep making connections with people all around you and make that circle expand. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank for you, Paul. Absolutely. For all of you that want to connect with Paul, that want to know more, do something with him, connect with him at all levels, all his information is right here. Go ahead and reach out to him. He is just a lovable big bear that wants to share with the world. So you will have a receptive uh, person on the other side. Reach out to him. He wants to hear from you. And uh, this is Paul Fink. 
the Maverick Millionaire. This is the Maverick Do It Different podcast. Till next time, everyone. Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7, on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends. Give us five-star rating and subscribe. And share us across all your social media platforms to anyone that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.